Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Nerdon <laughs> Update, the weekly show where we answer uh, questions. And before that, we talk about the nerdy news that we love to talk about if our stream is going on on time and if we don't have any technical issues. Uh, thank Which you we for have everyone. all tonight. Yes. So <laughs> if you were on the thank stream you. this week, you're welcome. No, you're a real one. <laughs> you're a real one for, for sticking around. Uh, definitely got a late start to this one. Uh, really fun, but we grew as a people. Yeah, we did. Uh, but that's not the news for today. No, it is uh, not. Josh, I feel like you have a lot to talk about. How about I you? I do. First? I do. There's a lot to uh, talk about. Uh, like you said, I'm just going to repeat what you said. No, um, I'm going to start off with the sad news and we'll end with the happy news. Um, I think that I have spoke about this on our regular show. I'm an actor. I went to, uh, I started acting when I was uh like 13 and something that really i grew up on was musicals and so i did a lot of musical theater a lot of musical theater training voice dance blah 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 long boring story um this week the theater world lost a legend um steven sondheim uh passed away and uh if you don't know who steven sondheim is he wrote things like A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, Company, Follies, A Little Night Music, Sweeney Todd, uh, Merrily We Roll Along, Sunday in the Park with George, Into the Woods. Uh, he's helped with a lot of musicals out in the world. Um, if you watch the recent Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix, mm. uh, which uh, tells a little bit of the life of uh, Jonathan Larson, his show Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, really cool, but Stephen Sondheim is in that, and it was such an interesting thing to be watching that movie, and then just a couple of days later, he passed away. Uh, for me, I mean, it, it's it's a sad day. It was, uh, it was, it was like, I mean, it's, he was in his 90s. It's kind of like, mm. you know, it's going to happen. I think yeah. uh, uh, Josh Gad said, uh, the day that we knew was happening, but it's here, and it's sad. Um the theater world has been, there have been some incredible just interviews and uh, people commemorating his life. Uh, he was just a really talented dude, and he put together some incredible shows. Uh, so that's my sad news, but let's get on to some interesting news. Um, over the past couple of days... It was announced, or it came out in an interview with Amy Pascal, uh, that uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is not going to be the last time that we see Tom Holland mm. as Spider-Man, and that another Tom Holland MCU trilogy is in the works. Like, it, it's happening. Um, I'm interested. I, it piques my interest. Uh, Spider-Man in the MCU... Uh, I find myself connected with a lot more characters in DC World. Um, I often wear like Superman logos. What are you wearing right now? I have a Batman shirt on right now. In the MCU, for some reason, I've always really been drawn to Spider-Man. And, um, and I'm not going to get into the that's my Spider-Man debate. We have an episode <laughs> for that. Check out uh, one of our early episodes. I think it was like episode three or something like that. Yeah. Hashtag not my Spider-Man. Um, 
I, I've I've really enjoyed Tom Holland as Spider-Man, uh, as Peter Parker. I know it's a different telling. I know that it's not a perfect telling, but it is a telling. Uh, this is their run of of Spider-Man in the MCU, so I'm interested. I'm a little like we um, we talked about in the Nerd On Extra for Nerd On. We talked about kind of the MCU itis and just being at a place where the MCU is just constantly putting out content that it's like. I don't know. It's a cool announcement. It's cool to hear. You're like, great, neat. But it's like, okay, there's another MCU movie coming. Another three with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. So um, I'm excited. I would love to see other stories. I, I would love to see like Miles Morales. Somebody, uh, another, somebody won the internet by posting an idea of a, um, a Logan-esque Spider-Man movie. Uh, where you have an older Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, um, which I was like, it did, that was just over the past week that I was like, yes, this would be amazing. Um, and then a uh, last piece of news, just because, you know, poor ugly man, Channing Tatum, <laughs> posted that a uh, Magic Mike 3 is in the works. I think it's called Last Dance. So, uh, Magic Mike's last dance. So, you know, I like Channing Tatum. I, I think he, he seems like a cool dude. Um, the other Magic Mike movies were, were funny. You know, it was, it, you know, it was a, it was an entertaining movie. So yeah, Magic Mike 3. It's happening, everybody. But it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, Steven Soderbergh, you know, it's, yeah. it's interesting just because, you know, like, I didn't realize we might have needed another Magic Mike. <laughs> Um, but here we are, and, and I, you know, I'll are. say I, I remember watching the first one, being like, "Wow, they're really not cutting," and so they would do long takes, you know, not particularly mm-hmm. like huge oneers, but they would just like situate a camera in the corner of the room, and it was really interesting. And as someone who wants to study film, I think it's really cool that people can watch that and be like, "Oh, this is like a very bare bones, minimal kind of like melodrama plot." Yeah. You know, it's not a lot on the stakes or all, a lot on the line, but this, the, just the filmmaking. And I think Steven Soderbergh in a weird way has really kind of pioneered um, an untraditional take on filmmaking. You know, he's very uh, known nowadays for uh, typically shooting a lot of stuff on iPhone. Oh, wow. But, I did um, not know that. Yeah. Uh, Unsane. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Claire, was it Claire Foy? I can't remember. Uh, she, she's the lead. Uh, and she's in this uh, uh, mental health facility and uh, it's all shot on iPhone. You know, obviously they're wow. using like crazy dope lenses. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, he's shot. I think he shot like two feature films on iPhone. And then like one of them, like he was the director, cinematographer, producer, editor. And it's just like, what do you, what do you, what do you, do they have to change iPhones like every like 20 minutes because of the size of yeah. the files? <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, and I'm pretty sure he did uh, the Ocean series, right? Uh, you're going to know better than I will. Ocean's Eleven, Steven Soderbergh, absolutely. Uh, and so, you know, him doing Magic Mike and then doing Ocean's Eleven and the Ocean series and then doing a bunch of other uh, films. I remember there was a while we were always talking like he would do a movie every, uh, two movies every year. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, man. This this monster <laughs> of, a per- of a production house. You just want to go to him. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> um... But uh, what? So is is it my turn for news? It is your turn for news. Uh, so mine, um, is 
is an interesting one. It's not DC. It's not comic books. It's not filmy related. But it's a little, as you know, everyone who who might be watching and listening, I spend a little too much time on the internet, um, and a particular part of the internet, a part of the internet that I I like because you can cater towards yourself. But sometimes you can't protect yourself from seeing some of the things that you um um um, uh, don't want to see, or some of the the hot takes and arguments. Yeah. Uh, And today of this recording, one of the biggest hot takes, um, was given to us by, uh, I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, and I apologize. Um, I, I, I encourage someone to reach out and let me know how I can pronounce it better, <laughs> but I'm going to do that my best. Uh, but the the user, John Yushai, um, uh, their at is at every vowel on uh, Twitter. On the Twitter? Um, Twitter, uh, because over the Thanksgiving holiday break, um, a, a small YouTuber, not really well known by many, called Mr. Beast, mm-hmm. um, released a, a video of uh, of a recreation of a famous Netflix uh, series called Squid Game. You might have heard it. Oh yeah. Um, Netflix said it was the biggest TV uh, show they've ever had uh, that reached about 11 million views. Uh, and and yeah, it, it became a worldwide sensation. Um, but Mr. Beast's video, it was like uh, heralded as kind of like this blockbuster of YouTube videos that was going to come out on on Black Friday or Thanksgiving weekend, and. Uh, it was. It had this huge production value. And it was a recreation of all the Squid Games, except they're non-lethal and stuff like that. But people still had oh, uh, opportunities to win cash prizes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, at every vowel, uh, released this kind of uh, statistic that kind of set the internet on fire a little bit uh, in terms of the the online creator community, uh, the filmmaker community. Everyone's kind of having their own bits and saying on on both sides. And yeah. that's kind of the real big thing I want people to know that there are arguments he said on both sides and to keep a level head about everything. Um, but the tweet goes as follows at Mr. B squid games video, 103, v- 103 million views in four days. Now I think it's about 114 million views, Wow! Um, which took seven weeks to make. And at Netflix's squid game series, 11, 111 million views in 30 days. And it took 10 years to make. Uh, more views, less time, fewer gatekeepers. That's the promise of the creator community. Now, um, that that those choice words and particular comparisons um, was not uh, safeguarded by the internet, of course, because everyone has to have a take. No. But uh, it's the there court are of good the public. And, yes, there are good takes and bad takes with it. Um, to be uh, specific, a lot of people kind of went to arms and to bat for how wonderful it is that like Mr. Beast did this huge thing. I think it costs about $3.5 million to make. And, you know, it's again, someone like, someone like Mr. Beast who took years to develop uh, and grow his audience and was making very obscure videos. like just like five, six years ago. And now is making big headlines like this, you know, has food chains, has clothes, merch, has fundraisers, gives money away for all the right reasons. Um, and made this like giant ginormous kind of thing. Um, and a lot of people were like, yeah, this is really great for, you know, people to f- use a platform like YouTube, make something and kind of not have too many hurdles. There are hurdles to be said. Um, but then there's a lot of people who are on the other side. Um, I kind of find myself a little bit over there where they're kind of like, well, the IP, the Squid Games, Mr. B Squid Games wouldn't exist if the original one wasn't there. So you can't yeah. really call it like the creator first kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can't call it the creator economy. I, I end up talking about how like. You know, us as a podcast, we wouldn't really have 
uh, as probably big of a following or as many audience members if we weren't talking about some of the things that they love. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously people want to come in and hear our versions of it, but we have to talk about Spider Man or Batman or Star Wars or whatever it may be um, first. So because um, we have a niche. Hard, yeah, it's hard to say that like, oh, this is like a fully creator owned, and it's not saying like, oh, well, Mr. Beast is a bad thing. It's not saying that at all. It's kind of saying that you you have to thank both the chicken and the egg, right? Like, be happy that you know they can work in harmony, and that's how it should be at the end of the day, right? Yeah, where, definitely. You know, where the, where wonderful, cool things, maybe not wonderful, but just interesting things like Squid Game could come out, yeah, um, and then people can get really excited about it and make something that well, I think uh, that you've posted it, on uh, social media, like how many times, and I think you've even mentioned it on the show of just how thing everything can exist in the same, you know. Uh, world we can we can have this version of spider-man we can have this version of batman and they can all be you know they can all be copacetic everybody can be happy and you know it's just it doesn't have to be such a uh i'm thinking of like the the sony disney thing uh a couple of years ago of just like it doesn't have to be such a versus thing you know like we can just like let's just Let's just make the things. I think somebody said it on social media. It's just like, I'm just happy they're getting made. Isn't this cool? Like my, my yeah. brother over the uh, Thanksgiving weekend, he was talking about uh, the, the uh, sequels, the trilogy sequels. And mm-hmm. he was like, I had no idea that people didn't like them. I, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I, I, I love them. And I'm just so glad that Star Wars things are being made. And it was like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could use more of you in the world. Yeah, man. Uh, and, sorry, and, I totally just took over. No, no. It, and, and I think you know, just uh, you know, we have one less host today, so we can have these a little bit longer conversations about our topics. But it's like, yeah, it, it, I think there's a very interesting thing that happens on the internet. I think there is a little bit of an echo chamber, a little bit of a prismatic ex, uh, experience that, like, once things go into the internet it changes because the conversation is different and everyone's trying to chase a tweet clout you know fame and trying to have that funny take or hot take that gets them in trouble and trending so they're famous for 10 seconds or whatever um but i think the overall thing for me and i i kind of feel like i somewhat speak for the positive intent and nature of nerd on like congratulations to you know mr squid game and all that stuff for like this huge achievement um don't let that cloud your thinking that like there aren't other creators who are also trying really hard too, and they don't have the resources that he has, but it is a lot of hard work and a lot of hustle and a lot of ways to use the platform to your advantage. Um, and I think we should be more encouraging that people can start doing these things like that because it's like supporting a small business. Like when something like this happens, it's just like, you know, it's as creators, as, podcast uh, podcasters posting to youtube what he does i can only imagine or i can probably empathize sympathize whatever the right word is for the amount of work that he puts into these things for youtube and it's it's a hit and miss kind of thing sometimes you post something and then the next week you post something that is exactly the same and it doesn't do as well and you don't i mean there's no there's no explanation of why you did the thing, you did the right thing, you followed the rules. And for him to have something like this happen, I think, bravo, man. That's dope. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, the other part of it is just always just like, hey, you know, don't like, um, I would say, 
don't take for granted that like this wouldn't exist without Squid Game too. So yeah, like as much as we want people to feel empowered to create their own things, and then you know have like a little uh, have more transparency between YouTube and Hollywood or influencer and celebrity. Hopefully we can find a balance between the two and they can coexist and they can kind of be interchangeable in a way because there shouldn't be this weird, you know, glass ceiling between the two. Uh, but that being said, like you do respect the, the both sides, you know, respect the, the hard hustle of being an influencer, but also respect the art and craft and the work that it took to make Squid Game a thing. And that kind of goes for everything, right? Like yeah. some of our guests that we've had on would not be, you know, the celebrity guests that they were without, Magic the Gathering without Dragon Ball Z X Y and Z and so it's like we wouldn't be guests on other shows if we didn't talk about like something big and that got us like hundreds of thousands of listens yeah so um, respect all art where they come from um, that's all the news I got um, I'm gonna get step off my pedestal yes. for a second and we can go into our next your, part. your apple box is that the phrase yes uh, <laughs> for the next part of the show is in which we answer questions from you the people and there are so many ways to submit questions because I wanted to make it as easy as possible. There's actually a website that if you go to nerdon.tv backslash questions, uh, there are all of the ways that you can submit questions, including an email. Uh, there's a Google form. Uh, the easiest and best and most fun way to submit a question is to join our discord nerdon.tv backslash discord there are channels in there that you can submit questions to as well as continue the conversations of our episodes if you're like oh man i really want to keep talking about bacchano there's an anime channel so you can continue talking about it in there uh so check that out nerdon.tv backslash discord and big shout out to the nerdon nation if you are a member of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, you do get what we call the Nerdon Nudge, which we answer your questions first. And so I'm going to get in here. I'm going to get the questions. All hell broke loose, so I had to find it. Okay, yeah. here we go. Jeremy M. asks, which Mario character are you? Wow. You got one, Josh? I think I have mine. I I don't know. Uh, you go, because I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up a little bit. Because I say I typically have a f- I, I'm typically one or two things. I'm I think I'm either Waluigi, not because I'm <laughs> tall, because I'm a trolley evil version of someone else apparently. Yeah. Um. Or uh, I'm a Goomba. I just I'm a brown boy. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm angry looking. I feel like, uh, typically amongst most friends that I have, I'm like, oh yeah, you're Mario, you're Luigi, you're this. I'm like, I'm probably Waluigi out of you guys. Um, I mean, that kind of tracks. (laughs) I feel like, I mean, Josh, give me yours and then we can fill in for Caitlin and Corey. Um, well, I'd like to say that I'm Mario. I I like Mm -hmm. to think that a nice guy just going through the world has powers, you know, doing the thing. But I'm probably Toad. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I mean, Toad's helpful. He's helpful. Yeah. Um, um, I would say Corey. I would say Corey. It's Yoshi. It could be. Could be Kamek. Kamek's the little wizard on the broom oh. who's like Bowser's little henchman. Wow, we're going like deep cuts. Like, we're oh, just yeah. going like um, side and, characters. 
And Caitlyn is a boo. Caitlyn is a boo character. Oh, yeah. yeah because totally. she's like very, she could be very like devious behind you. Mm-hmm. But then the moment you put attention on her and make her play a scary game <laughs> or do something, she's going, oh, God, no. That, that's, just, that's just me. That's just me. Y'all can no, clip I think that, that and center her. <laughs> see, see how I care. You know? um, we love you. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. Okay. And I want to hear, I would want to hear their versions. Like, do you think anyone, I would be anyone else in, in the Mario world, Josh? I'm, um, I might put you as Luigi instead of Mario, just if I can, if, if I could do that, my version. You can yeah. have your version of me. Okay. Uh, I mean, part of me feels like you really, like down to your core, you really want to be Bowser. <laughs> um, no, I, what's funny is I, I've played like the the basic vanilla Mario games, but I'm mm-hmm. not really, I'm not familiar with a lot of the the side characters, so I don't even know. I've never even played a war a Wario game. A Wario. Well, yeah, the war. There's one Wario platformer which is fun because he rolls and makes thunder. Um, and then WarioWare is just like a bunch of dumb mini games. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, I I want to bring this up in the and also I I want to see that in the Discord. Like, what do other people think of themselves? Yes. That's an interesting question. The, I like that. Yeah. We'll go to the next one. Uh, next question comes from Thomas Solorio. What's your top five favorite rappers? Mm. Mm. Wow. Top five favorite rappers. Uh, um, okay. So, okay. I'll, I'll try to go off uh, on the ones I know. And I, I, I think of firsthand. Obviously, I got to go with the one that I grew up with when I was a young boy, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Um, Eminem was like the one for me. Uh, and then secondly, I'd probably have to say. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you count them. I mean, do you count Mike Shinoda from Lincoln Park? I feel like you can, because he raps. But I don't know if he's considered a rapper. But he's very big on like new music, where he's like, there is no genre. You could blend both genres, and well, fine. yeah, it's kind of the natural growth of music. It's like the like we got things like Kid Rock. You know, it's like it's just a it's a mishmash of different kinds of music. It's it's rock, but it's also got this part of it. You know, um, I'm looking uh, up mine, but you um, keep going. I so okay, so I got I got Eminem, I got Mike Shinoda. Um, I feel like I like old Kanye. I really do like old Kanye. Okay. Um, I think right when like um um. Uh, I forget the one song he did. It's the heart. It's the heart one. It's the heart one. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of over it now. Uh, another, <laughs> another one. Uh, I would say I really like. Um, I mean, I really like Lil Dicky. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I really like Lil Dicky. Uh, and then uh, rappers. Uh, I mean, I I just don't want to sound like very basic and simple but it's like oh i'm totally going no maybe not (laughs) uh i mean i can't go wrong with 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 Pac, with tupac oh yeah tupac um i've been listening a lot i only started listening to tupac when i after became a monk and so and oh really yeah my other monk guy he was like i only listen to tupac i was like why and then he's like it's really good um and then uh i think number five is going to be um 
I mean, I think this one's for Corey. I think he's more hip hop, right, than rapper. Um, would it be would would, would Gambino be in there? Josh Gambino, Donald Glover, maybe, maybe. I'm gonna I'm gonna take one from the chat, and I'm gonna see Big Pun because I've been called Big Pun before because of my <laughs> my my legal name that no one knows about. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, for me. Number one is a uh, artist called Atmosphere. Uh, I'm actually now bringing this up. I'm like, oh man, I gotta listen to this. Uh, Atmosphere, I really like. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Watsky. Uh, I really like Watsky a lot. Um, Eminem. I know it's kind of a a basic, but we I can't like, we can't avoid them. I can't. Uh, yeah, Watsky. I love. Um, I mean, going old school, I love NWA. I mean, it's just like listening to them. It's it's a lot of fun. I actually haven't listened to a lot of Tupac. My sister, uh, growing up, she was way into hip-hop and, um, and rap, and I was like, I wasn't into it at that time. And I remember I worked with, a, I worked with this guy at Hollywood Video, and I was like, ah, I, I, my basic response was like, ah, I don't like, I don't like rap. I don't like hip-hop. And he just looked at me, and he went, you haven't been listening to the right hip-hop. And yeah. just like he welcomed this, uh, just this slew of, he's like, okay, he brought like stacks of CDs. He's like, listen to this, listen to this atmosphere, number one. And I listened to it and I was like, oh man, this is so good. Um, cunning linguist, cunning, cunning, yeah. Cunning linguist. Yeah. Uh, I like them. Uh, haven't listened to a lot of them, but what I've heard, I think that's five. I think I got five. If I could do an honorable mention, I realize I really like Drake. Uh, I know that oh, okay. might make might people make people hate me, but uh, I like Drake. I, li- I listen to some Drizzy. Um, I don't Drake and drive, or else I end up at an ex's house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Uh, next question. Next question. Uh, next question comes from Ethan. Have you read Dark Knights of Steel? Really satisfied my high fantasy itch. I have not. I have not. So for those who are listening right now and Dark Knights of Steel, um, it is like a reimagining of the DC universe if it was done like in Middle Earth. So uh, the synopsis here. Yeah, the synopsis here is an entire medieval world will forever be changed when a spaceship crash lands from a doomed planet. Monarchs will die. Kingdoms will rise. And what seemed like the end of the world for many was only the beginning. An epic high fantasy story set in a DC universe. DC universe. This is like uh, deceased. It's like another thing where you're like, yeah. ooh, it is like, it gives me an alternate. Is this a comic book? Like, well, is this, well, you know, you know, you know who writes deceased, right? Tom Taylor. Yeah. I, you know I, who writes this? Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor. <laughs> so he was, he was I think... just like, I, I, I want to write for Batman and Superman and all these guys, but I just really don't want to do the same thing. I think, I mean, that that's the cool thing, right? Where it's like, there. that's the point of fictional characters is that yeah. you can remix them and, and do them differently and, and, and put your funk and stank on it so that like, oh, I'm telling a story, the same story, but with a different skin and it has different implications, right? Like, um, I, I think you would really dig the artwork. I think uh, I've been wanting to read it, uh, Ethan. Uh, and uh, I've seen nothing but really wonderful, beautiful uh, images. Um, do I have to add something like, else to my pull box? 
Yeah. And like the thing is, like, this is what happens to me. I don't go to a comic book store that often, but when I go, I always spend like 80 bucks. Yeah. Like I, I go so once like, a month to just pick up everything. And mm-hmm. like I got points saved up. I and they know me by name. They like, they're like, hey, I thought about you. And they're like, it's like uh, American Vampire number one. I was like, oh, mm. you guys are dope. Yeah, I go to that same one and they don't care. They're just like, get out. I'm like, yeah, okay. Get out. I have my membership card and they're just like, I like Josh instead. I'm like, okay. <laughs> they say that outright. They were like, they hey, don't. you know that Tom guy? Fuck that guy. They're just like, you're our, you're our guy. They're, <laughs> I'm, I, they're giving my stuff back. I'm like, can I get a bag? I'm like, a bag? A bag? Get what? out. Get out already. Get, what? No, you carry take, those. Take your $80. Raw. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that is the pre submitted questions. Tom has yes. the. Uh, I forgot to mention, if you are joining us for our Twitch streams, you can submit questions in the chat. And uh, Tom it gets to do the honors of writing those down and keeping those organized. So go you, Tom. Yes. I do want to mention some things I saw in the chat, though. Um, I'm sorry, Mamba, for hating me for liking Drake. Um, he has about <laughs> like maybe seven songs, okay, um, that are good. Um, and uh, yes, uh, for battery print. Uh, Absolutely. I think the ultimates uh, for Marvel is a great um, kind of different take for these characters. I know you're mentioning uh, Marvel Noir, but it's like when you can have these different takes, I think that's exactly what Josh loves about comic books like Red Sun and Dark Knight Returns, where it's like, oh, these are different or Injustice and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it gives you a respite of like, like we've talked about on the show. It's like when you get into comic books, it's like, well, where do you start? How do you start? Like, I want to read Superman, but it's like, which run? Like, where do you want to, like, how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Or you can, like, be like, hey, you want a really fun run? Read Deceased. It's seven issues. Or yeah, which or, 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 like, if, if someone wants to get into, like, a DCU or an MCU, it's like, watch the, co- watch the cartoons. Yeah. Like, that's going to give you a version that should probably put you on a good path to be like, all right. You know, it's like, I want to know more about Wolverine. There's a thing called Hulk versus. He fights Wolverine and he fights Thor. Now you get two characters for the price, you know, three characters for the price of one movie. Yeah. Um, and then you get to see Deadpool, you get to see Omega Red, you get to see like all these different characters. Or it's like, all right, go watch um the first season of Batman the Animated Series. You're gonna see like eight villains, and you'll kind of know what each villain's about. And it's like there are multiple ways to get into comic books. Is there a definitive way? Not really. Yeah. Um, whatever is best for you and how you want to approach it, that's probably the best for you. Whatever you gets know? you into the art, like and like yeah. I didn't I didn't even have the um the normal way like i started with off stuff not off stuff like but like vertigo. what yeah vertigo why last man preacher uh walking dead like i started there because i, I was, mean superheroes were just overwhelming to me some people will say you started the right way because a lot hell of people have been yeah. saying you know vertigo is the hbo of comic books hell yeah so look at me um cool? <laughs> <laughs> uh we'll start with our first question uh i'm gonna pull some from the stream tonight and cool. then some from the we got weeks ago. Um, so Bad Reprint asked, question, one of the new iterations of Spider-Man has him live streaming his crime fighting as a way to generate income. In that vein, which hero would you most likely tune into if given a chance? Say that again. Thank I'm you, sorry. Sir. I'm thinking. So one of the new iterations of Spider-Man has him live streaming his crime fighting to generate income. Mm-hmm. In that vein, which hero would you most likely tune into if given the chance? So if there's all the heroes live streaming their fighting, 
that are crime fighting, who would you watch? Oh, interesting. There's a part of me that goes down the line of like, oh man, Batman. Batman would be dope. His his like overlay would look dope. Hmm. Uh, I, I my pick is yeah, uh, is Spawn. Oh, that's the right gonna answer. Be, that is going to be right metal. <laughs> there's going to be like there's going to be hot babes. We in, might like, be metal in the armor. underworld. There there might <laughs> be, be angels flying around. There's yeah. going to be machine gun everywhere. People are going to get shot but not die. <laughs> People are going to transform to giant monsters. There's going to be gorillas with machine guns. Yeah, that's I'm the like, right answer. I'm yeah, like, eh, you broke the question. That, and that's the one where I feel like, I don't know why he's streaming this, but man, I, I'm glad he is. Because, you know, Spider-Man needs money. And we're just like, why, why would Batman need to? That's the like power some, like, counter could stuff. be on screen. You know, man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we would be like, <laughs> what is that clock? I don't know what that clock is. And he don't won't worry. answer us for like, 20 years and then yeah. be like oh okay yeah uh i i would do spawn uh if i can do what would you do as a second as a second i'll do a second too since we both know spawn's the right answer first i'm gonna go like i'm I'm gonna go indie ish kick ass okay oh I mean, that's kind yeah. of a modern a modern thing i read this this uh i was getting my news together and mark millar uh this week was like no Kick-Ass 3 is not happening. <laughs> but, um, no, Kick-Ass would be fun. I mean, it would almost be, it would be totally appropriate. It would just be like, oh, yeah, that, I would, I would, that would happen in this world, probably. Um, yeah, Kick-Ass would be cool. I think if I were to have a second pick, I might pick uh, Static Shock. Because, mm. okay. like, you know, trying to figure out for entertainment value, I feel like he would have a good like presence like spawn is just going to be a really cool stream like oh my god i'm like seeing a spaceship land and he probably won't talk to us he probably won't talk to us but static is going to be like a host he's like hey man this is you know this is detroit city and i was like okay cool there's performance yeah exactly he's going to be a good host i feel like you know i think there's going to be some people who are like terrible hosts um okay next question this is going to be from mamba black diablo mamba question which franchises do you feel uh, should not have had a sequel. You don't have to be too brutal about your explanation. But give your opinion about why you feel this way. Grease. <laughs> I actually liked Grease 2 more than I, I liked Grease 1. Um, didn't need sequels. You go first. I'm, I gotta Which think. franchise do you feel like should not have had a sequel? Oh, um, Lord of the Rings. Uh, the, the Hobbit Hobbits? sequels, oh, yeah, yeah, the Hobbits didn't need to happen. Um, you had the Lord of the Rings franchise trilogy, and it was good. It was done. It won a lot of awards. Um, the Hobbit, um, I feel like there wasn't a big need for it. I think people more have wanted, like, I, you know, as an outsider, I never heard people being like, Hobbit, Hobbit, Hobbit. I heard Second Age. I heard similar, you know, like, I heard all these words I don't like. Are you speaking English still? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I never heard The Hobbit. I always heard The Hobbit was like the kid's story, right? Um, that being said, you know, when someone takes their own artistic point of view and making it into like, you know, two movies, it's fine. But that franchise, I feel like, said what it needed to say. And people still look back on them being like, this is the greatest fantasy story told in movies of all time. Um, and The Hobbit, everyone just looks at it like, not everyone, a lot of people and the kind of 
overall zeitgeist look at it like the you know like a terrible spawn child which i'm like i know there's people who like it um and i know people who love it um but i feel like that's one that divided the fandom that kind of like you know has kind of put lord of the rings in a weird place where like can is it still viable to make you know an amazon show for a billion dollars maybe um but yeah. that would be mine that would be mine is the hobbit i think didn't need to be made um, and so the Lord of the Rings franchise didn't need any more sequels. Yeah. Um, I had to I had to do like a search and whatnot and <laughs> just look at sequels. Uh, Terrible sequels. The Mask. That didn't need Oh a, yeah. That didn't need a sequel. Yeah. Um sorry, Jamie Kennedy. As, <laughs> as terrible as they are, Tremors probably didn't need a sequel, but they're so fun to watch because they're they so they, bad. they were they were the the spawn of the sci-fi sequel for sure. I remember again working at a uh, a video game, or sorry, a uh, video rental store when a new movie would come out. Like just for example, like Transformers. There's this like independent like ripoff studio that makes like robot changers. You know, like they just make their like weird like oh they're off brands. Yeah, the the B yeah. movie off brand thing that it's like. They're so like I would love for Nerd On to do like like B movie episodes, like just to watch like terrible things like Trolls Two or something. Puppet like that. Master. Puppet, yes. Like just watch terrible B movies. Anyway. I think there's like Silent Night, Deadly Night, whatever. Yeah. And I think that's where the meme of garbage day comes from. So. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'd be down for that. I think we definitely would have to know that we're getting into it and we'd make it thematic for the month. Yeah. <laughs> we're about um, to do some B movies, everybody. Yeah. Uh, next question. Yes. All right. Uh, cool. Next question is uh, from Thomas Rio. What's your favorite smell or smells and why? Got mine. Uh, pine, got yeah, pine. pine. I like pine trees. Uh, okay. I grew up in a small mountain town, like population of less than fifteen hundred, and it, it was it was called it, pine was in the name. So I was just like, I'm a camping kid, Boy Scout. I love the forest, so pine is just anytime I smell pine, I just it reminds me of home. I just love pine. Me. I love the smell. I love the smell of, of, like. I think I love the smell of pork cooking. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I recently had pork, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I know I like uh, chicken, I like poultry, I like beef, but pork. Yeah. It's just fat. Like and any meat. kind of pork, like bacon. Like bacon's a good smell. Bacon's pretty great, but like I like a pork belly. Like mm, I want that like chunky thick. fat, thick cap right there. And that makes me just be like, oh, oh, oh. I I wasn't hungry, but, but I now could you eat, are. <laughs> now I can eat them pork bellies, them crispy pork bellies. Um if there's a <laughs> if there's a I'm getting like mouth water mouth water right now. Just, <laughs> you oh, broke pork. yourself. <laughs> well, the thing is, I haven't had pork in such a long time. I, yeah. uh, I I've e- been eating nothing but but chicken and turkey. Does that place brown that we chicken go to, and turkey at that? Does that place that we go to that's by me here in Glendale have pork? I don't remember. 
which which the pl- barbecue which pl- place, the-, the Korean barbecue place. Oh, oh, Jen, Jen, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, they have pork belly. Yeah, they have pork belly, but yeah, just I want like oh, just just like on a grill is well, everybody, stupid. you know the drill. As no, just <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like uh. Do you have a second one? Because I feel like I don't want to do a food one only. I could do like an actual aromatic smell. Uh, I like the smell of plumeria flowers. Um, wow. You've seen them before. They're it's hard to explain. They're 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 a very interesting looking flower. Uh, it's almost like a spiral looking. Um, mm. I just love the smell of plumeria. They just they smell real good. Oh. Um, if I could do a second smell. I would say I enjoy the smell. I I like the smell of rain. Oh yeah, that's a good smell. I like the smell of rain. Um so and like the the day after when it with everything that it's like just it's just smells like rain. You're like, "Oh, that that smells like rain." That has like a scientific name, I heard, but I don't know. Hmm. I don't remember it, so I'm just like talking. Uh <laughs> what uh how much time do we have? We have one more question maybe? Yeah, I think one more question. One more question. All right, real quick. There's a there's a fake question in the chat. I'm going to answer it right now from Mamba. Now, Tom, hear me out. If you meet a woman that you're attracted to and smell like pork, uh, what if? Uh, then I marry marry her. I, absolutely, as Thomas Rio said, I marry her. Um, and if it's fresh, if it's not old dead pork, then yeah, I marry her because it's it, she smell <laughs> good and she make me happy and she's nice to look at. Um. So the real last question of the of the day of this episode will be from MX Raff, um, and this is from a couple weeks back. What is your what is your element of choice? Oh, like earth, wind, fire, that kind of thing. I, I think so. There's not too much elaboration on it, but okay. so that allows us to uh, do our own. Okay, um, I think. It's Earth. Um, I think a, a lot of different uh, things that I, uh, yeah, the element of Earth, like getting your hands dirty, uh, the the Earth itself, like, yeah, Earth. I don't know. That's Earth. Okay. Heart. Um, <laughs> surprise. Surprise. The elf. <laughs> surprise. Um, no, um, okay, fine. A real one. Um, the fifth one. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing this. Um, coming. 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 I mean, okay. Everyone in the chat saying heart. I get it. I get it. Captain Planet. I get it. And also fifth element. It's kind of love and heart. Um, but I, I feel like. Honestly, even though I love fire, mo- most likely my element that I typically choose and I typically like kind of think about the most is air. Yeah. Um, I think about winds changing. I think about uh, you know, uh, air, like floating. I think about like free movement. I think about um harmony, and I feel like wind kind of does that. I know there's a lot of harmony with earth, like finding yeah. harmony with your place on earth and nature. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, um. With air, it's it, it it always symbolizes freedom for some reason. I get it, but yeah. also to me, kind of like symbolize like calmness. And even though that's also an earth thing, too. I think that's uh, water for me. Like mm-hmm. like the idea of sometimes people will say like when you're meditating to imagine that you're floating down a river and instead of fighting it, you go with it. 
and you allow it to that's what i like water would be my next like just mm. going with the flow letting go but it's kind of equal fire would be my next yeah i'm sure it would i'm sure <laughs> we're, it would. So, we're so yin and yang we're so yin and yang and we get along so well um uh, that just means that we're lethal weapon yeah <laughs> it's true that's it i'm getting too old for this no, just uh but that's that that's the last yeah. question I, I think there was one timely that I was just going to shout out that and oh, yeah. it was way up there, but they said, uh, I apologize. Maybe you can scroll, but they asked oh. if we got anything uh, good for oh, Black yeah. Friday. It's just because it yeah. is Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. I did get something. I got Ooh. some plugins. Yeah. Super audio nerd. Hell yeah. What, what do these plugins do? How are they going to help you? And uh, why? Wh- they wh- are. Wh- what was the big discount? Uh, it was 25% off. Uh, these uh, they're called Fab Filter. Uh, they're mm-hmm. really good plugins, like uh, EQ compressor, multiband uh, compressor, uh, limiter. They just they're just really good. Uh, I like their user interface. I got to play with them today. They're just their user their user interface is really cool. Um, I like something that's visual. Uh, it has a visualizer in it, meaning you can see the waveform or the the frequencies. It's showing you the frequency uh, response and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like talking technical, uh, but it's it's really cool. It sounds good too. I just I might use it on this episode. <laughs> I might go away from my template and use these just for kicks because I have them, and I've I've wanted them for a long time. So nice. like, hey, they were super on sale. Did you get anything, Tom? I, I bought something for my sister. She needed some car chargers. I needed a car little docking thing, but um, semi semi pluggy, semi not pluggy. Uh, I mean, now's I the used. Time. I used uh, some of our, uh, our 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 partnered uh, promotional stuff, uh, our our Manscape uh, yeah. shampoo and and body wash, which I was very delightfully surprised. I was like, "Oh, this looks really cool. It looks like it like looks a fancy really fancy, bottle. and it yeah, smells it like a fancy really good." Water bottle, and I used. I was like, "Oh!" And the thing that happens with my hair when I use like a, a shampoo and conditioner, it gets like really frizzy and wired out um, because it's like so like light without the oil. But this mm-hmm. wasn't the case, and I was like, "Oh." And so I, you know, I, I, I traveled back home and then uh, I was like, I don't usually bring toiletries. I just use whatever my dad has, like a towel or I have my own toothpaste, toothpaste and toothbrush, but you know, shampoo and conditioner and body wash. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, use whatever they have. But then I got this in the mail. I was like, oh, let me try this. And I was delightfully surprised. I, I was even more surprised with the lip balm. I was so oh, surprised. I haven't used that yet. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it's like, got like this cold, hot feel to it. And so oh. you're like, ooh, it's refreshing. Okay. And it okay. smells like, it, it, you know, you kind of you smell like the manscape. It's like, okay, this feels like a little barber shoppy. And yeah. like, it, 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 I was like, oh, and you know, I had like the five hour drive. So I was like, okay, let me just try this on. I was like, hmm, this is, this is nice. Like, is that I typically your, like your good uh, lip balm dance. You're just like, this is, this is nice. I typically have like a, like a, a coconut Aloha chapstick, mm-hmm. but then the, the, the manscape ones, I was like, let me try this out. And like, I, I was, I was quite surprised that like, you know, people who work on, you know, uh, the the private part grooming personal hygiene stuff. I was like, how are they going to be on this like, you know, uh, over the sh- over the counter kind of stuff? Like like is for everyone particularly. And I'm like, oh, it's it's quite good entirely. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, just a, a good segue into the segue into the housekeeping. Uh, we are sponsored by Manscaped, so do check them out. Uh, at the time of this recording, which is Monday, Cyber Monday, they do have a major sale going on of twenty five percent off. Uh, after today. 
uh, head on over to Manscaped and use the code NERDON for 20% off and free shipping on your entire order. So check that out. Um, uh, if you like what you hear today, stop by, rate, review, share with your friends and family. If you're on the YouTubes, because all of these episodes, all of our episodes go to video. Uh, our other show, Nerd on the Podcast, kind of the staple of our company. Uh, all of those episodes are 4K video. It's real good. Looks real nice. So check it out on YouTube, uh, wherever your uh, favorite podcasting app is. Follow us there. Rate us. All that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff really does help. Uh, all of this stuff that I'm just like throwing out into the airwaves, uh, you can get all of that information at nerdon.tv. It has all of the links. It has all of our episodes. Our entire uh, hundreds of episodes is there, the archive. Some, some podcast apps don't uh, sync all episodes that are on the feed. So you can go there and go back to Baby Nerd On, Episode 1, Tree of Nerddom. There it is. It's on our website. So, but that's it. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you all. Uh, but yeah, you know the drill. As always, nerd, nerd on. on.